Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force it, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC makes me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. We don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like we want things to do and that is what we think. That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an Okay, so faith for every day. Just try to cut some parts so we can you know, make it make it faster. Alright? We live by faith, not by sight. Alright? We live by faith, not by sight. That's in Second Corinthians. Yeah. Glory to Jesus. We live by faith, not by sight. Second Corinthians 4, 16 to 18. Second Corinthians 4, 16 to 18. Second Corinthians 4, 16 to 18. It says, therefore, we do not lose heart. What a great start to tonight. <laughs> it says, therefore, we don't lose heart. It says, though outwardly we are wasting away, but follow me, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. For our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal weight of glory that far outweighs them all. So fix our eyes, not on what is seen, but on what is unseen. Since what is seen is temporal, and what is unseen is eternal. I want to beg us, okay, we waited so long, so let's, let's listen well, so we can make the best of it. Okay, let's be together. All right. So it says we don't lose hearts. That even though outwardly, you know, um, the natural man, the natural body, you know, tends to age, all right? Natural body tends to age. So, so it says, though outwardly we might be wasting away, but inwardly we are being renewed day by day. So first, we are renewed day by day, okay? How, how, how do you get renewed by day? By feeding on God's word, okay? By intimacy with God, we are renewed day by day. When you, when you go further, you know, this conversation, 2 Corinthians 5, and we go from 1 to 7, okay? Continue t- talking about, you know, the outward body wasting and that kind of stuff. And it says that if our earthly temple, our earthly tent, the physical body is destroyed, it says we have, you know, an ex- eternal house in heaven, you know, one of by woman aunt, you know, and all that. It says, it's verse 3 there, it says, so meanwhile, we groan, while in this body, we groan to be clothed with our, with, with our immortal body. It, and it says something, it says, we're not praying to be unclothed, we're not praying, it says, we're not groaning to, to die, okay? But it's rather, it says, we are groaning so that we can be further Clothed so that our mortality can be what swallowed up by life. So it says from that, you know, even though this physical body tends to age, that you know that we can we can um, by the spirits, okay, um, have a foretaste of immortality. All right, that we can you know we can wear our immortal immortality, our 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 divine heritage, our eternal life on this body, such that you know um, we can borrow from our future realities, you know, and put on this body. I, by that I mean, for example, someone is sick 
okay, we can, you know, put on, you know, the reality of our future life, the healing, you know, the safety, the health, okay, and begin to experience it even in this body. How do we do that? By faith. By faith. By faith. So verse 7, verse seven says, so we live by faith and not by sight. Amen. Second Corinthians 4.18 says, that we don't fix our eyes on what is seen, but on what is unseen. That what is seen is temporary, meaning that it is subject to change. What is unseen is eternal. So, it now says further, going further, 5, five verse 7, that we live by faith and not by sight. So we don't live by what we can see. We don't live by, by, by today's limitations, okay? We live by faith, faith in God's word, not by what we can see. So, wh- so when what you can see is not good, what should you do? Look into the word. When you don't like what you are saying, we live by faith, not by what we see. So our, our, our realities, you know, are not as seen by the physical eyes. Our real realities are that of the word. For example, Abraham, before he had a child, was called what? Abraham, father of nations. So what's God doing to him? So that he can look beyond what he's seen to what he cannot see with his eyes, his real realities, his, 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 his potential in Christ, you know. Glory to Jesus. So the believer must learn to look beyond what he can see today. That you are not your pocket today. You are not your account balance. You are not your babelessness. Glory to Jesus. That the, the, things, the things you are seeing today that you are not comfortable with, those things don't define you. You are God's word. All right? Your real realities are defined by God's word. So you don't let today choke you. You don't let today make you lose hope. Says, Therefore, we do not lose heart. First things first. Second Corinthians 4.16. We don't, we don't lose heart. So it doesn't matter what we are seeing in natural. We don't lose heart. We stop, you know, we, we, we focus more on within than without. So that no matter how you feel in your natural, okay, you are more you are more controlled in your mood by the things you are seeing inside. So I am prosperous right now. I am favored right now. I am happy right now. I am healthy right now. It also means that, you know, the worst realities are not my realities. So there's COVID in the world. There's health in me. So, yes. So I don't, <laughs> I don't let the fear in the world to get in here. What is sin is temporal. My real realities are God's word. So I guard my gates. I guard my heart. If it means going offline for a while, you have to go offline. If it means muting those keywords, you have to mute them. So that, you know, so that what, is in, what is outside does not come inside. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Because we live by faith, not by sight. So we live by God's, you know, God's word to us. We don't passively just take anything, anything, anything what just at us. Just take passively what ends up happening in the world. Just take it in. There's COVID. Ah, there's COVID. Though passively, you take it in. There is an um, economic crisis. Ah, yes. So we don't passively take what watches at us. What do we do? We resist. We stand firm. We focus and stand on God's word. So I don't have to have COVID because it's out there. I don't have to be broke because Nigeria is broke. <laughs> I don't have to be sad because Nigeria is sad. Okay, so I don't passively wait and take all the truth at me. 
Amen. I don't take the fear. I don't take the doubt. I don't take the weakness. I don't have to take it. All right? I focus on my unseen realities, God's word. So even when things happen that don't look like God's word, I don't just stay there, give up, and cry. No, I don't give up and I don't quit. Like tonight now, we do not give up, we do not quit. <laughs> Amen. So you have to have this stance in your spirit, man. I won't give up, I will, I will not quit. This is how we make kingdom winners. I won't give up and I won't quit. Amen. I won't give up, I won't quit. We, we don't just stay barely whining and crying. We stand and resist. Amen. We stand what? We stand and resist. So when you feel that symptom, it's not mogbe, it's <laughs> you stand and you resist. We don't passively take what the world shows at us. Alright? First Peter 5, 8 to 9. First Peter 5, 8 to 9. It says, be alert. Look at that. And of sober mind. How does the believer stay alert? How do we stay alert? Follow me. How? By feeding on God's word. Don't forget. That will focus on our real realities, God's word. So our, our, our being focused on that is not, it's not, it's not you know, shining your eyes up and down the road, no. It is, it is letting God's word shape your internal realities. So we are focused, we are alert, we are sober mind. In prayer, says watch and pray. So when you are praying also, you are watching. So how do you, how do you, how do you, how do you stay alert? By watch, being watchful in prayer, praying in tongues, and by feeding on God's word. Hallelujah. It says, for your enemy, the devil goes around like, like, like a roaring lion looking forward to the world. That's his job. To go everywhere looking for who to devour, to give you wrong thoughts. Ah, that today you, <laughs> something happened to you. you know? It goes about looking for who to devour. What do you do? The Bible says, him, you know, when you go to verse 9, it says, him resists. Resist him. Look at that. Standing what? Firm in the faith. So you don't resist by, by, by being delivered. Amen. When you are crying, you're not resisting. When you have been there doing your pity party, why me? Why, why me? Why my kineko kineko? When you are whining, you're not resisting. Just resist him. Imagine your enemy is doing you and you're there crying. You'll be happy about it. What should you do? Turn on your joy instead. Mock him. Mock him. I'm not going to lie down and cry. I'm going to lie down and say, and say, why me? I will stand on God's word. I will confess God's word. I will rejoice for God's word until I see God's word happen in my life. All right? So it says, him resist. Now, to resist means, it means that they stand off. When you're you resisting, imagine you're you are tussling over, over, over this laptop now. And I'm saying, give me. And I'm saying, no, I'm not going to give you. What are we doing? They stand off. So someone has to give, give way first. It's not you that will give way. Amen. So your enemy has to give way, not you. So in life, we usually face standoffs. Okay? Then the shoes looks like it's not going to go. And you say, you, you say, you know, I agree. And I say, no. Well, you have to stand your ground until the issue gives way, not you. Faith requires some level of stubbornness, tenacity, aggression. I won't give up. I won't quit. All right? Go, going further, verse 9 says, because you know that your family, family believers are going through certain challenges all over the world. This is the idea, okay? That your challenges are not new. Yoruba will say, you know, I I I, I really, really, rising to scare the Oloro. Yes. That one will say, ah, look at this sort of issue. That's never happened before. But I'm just lying to, this, to the person, I'm scaring the person. Okay? So your issues are not new. So don't, don't, don't make your issues look like it's only you. That's a challenge. Glory to Jesus. So stand firm. Resist. No pity party. 
No crying, no whining. As, as I say always, cry small, clean your eyes, and get moving. All right? Learn to resist. I won't give up, and I won't quit. All right? When you see 1 Corinthians 10, 13, says, you know, the temptations you are facing, they are common to man. It's not new. Whatever I go to right now, it's not new to you. You're not the first it will happen to. But it says, in every temptation, what will happen? God will make a way out of escape for you. So don't, 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 don't hype your issues. Know this, that in every challenge, God will do what? Will make out for you a way of escape. So right there, you are rejoicing in your yet unseen way of escape. Knowing that I won't give up, I won't quit. This will pass, I will not pass. Glory to Jesus. All right? Know this, that whatever is happening to you is common to man. It's not, it's not new to you. Glory to Jesus. So decide not to drown there. It won't drown you. All right? It's not new and it's not uncommon. Okay? Decide that by, by, by Christ you will rise up and have the victory. Amen. Glory to Jesus. 2 Corinthians 2.14. 2 Corinthians 2.14. If you are there, say I'm there. 2 Corinthians 2.14. 2 Corinthians 2.14. He says, but thanks be unto God. Are we there? Let's go together. 2 Corinthians 2.14. But thanks be unto God, who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession. And he says us to spread the aroma of his knowledge, you know, everywhere. So this is the idea. He says that Christ leads us everywhere, you know, in his triumphal procession. We are like, you know, it's captives, but yet we are free. So it's like, it's like, it's like saying, you know, um, you know when, when you win, when you win a battle, you know, when you love just, just, just old, term, old, old movies, that when you win a battle, you get the spot of the battle, and they are your captives. Right? Now look at this. In our own case, we are captives. Look at this. That spread everywhere is the, the fragrance of the aroma. So we go about everywhere, spreading, you know, as captives, we are bound by him, right? We are bound by him to spread, you know, his sweet fragrance in every place. So, like, we are permanently, you know, held, held in him to permanently show forth his praise and glory. So we are stuck to goodness, you understand? We are his captives, we are stuck to goodness. So we go everywhere in his triumphant possession. We are, so like, say, we won't know we're captives, right? But we won't know, you know, can you imagine, imagine, imagine that kind of parade after the victory? We won't know, ah, we won. That's, that's our job. We go everywhere saying, we won't know in Christ. We won. Amen. When he won, we won in him. So we are, we are those that, you know, they were certain to win. In your name, you know, the, when you try and check the records, your spiritual records, your name there is victory. You won already. So you stand strong. You stand strong. Psalm 84 7. Psalm 84 7 says, They go from strength to strength. Okay? Each one appears for God in Zion. Look at that. So, we that appear for God in Zion, we go from what? Strength to strength. We win everywhere. Okay? We don't bow down. We don't give up. We don't quit. We don't whine. We go from strength to strength. Hallelujah. How do we triumph? Revelation 12 11. Revelation 12 11. Revelation 12 11. How do we triumph? How do we triumph? Look at that. It says they triumph over him by what? The blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. For it's none of their lives even unto death. Look at that. So we overcome by what? Look at that. The blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. This is the idea. The blood bought our victory. The blood bought our redemption. Our words of our testimony 
must affirm what the blood has done. So how do we win? We study to understand what the blood has done. Then we now affirm with our words what the blood has done. That is how we win. The blood did it. We affirm it with our words. Okay? They were came in by the words, blood of the lamp, and by the word of their testimony. So your words must affirm what the blood has done. Amen. Your mouth must affirm what the blood has done. Perhaps that's the second Corinthians that you know that all of God's all of God's promises in Christ are yes, and the amen is spoken through us. So we must affirm the amen. You get in Christ promises are yes, okay, but the amen is spoken through us. So we affirm, we align with what the blood has done. We align with the promise. Glory to Jesus. So, we've got to learn to make our words, our confession, our mannerisms to agree with what the word has done, what, what the word has done. Amen. So, when I'm saying, ah, Mona sports, no, I'm not affirming what the blood has done. When I'm in fear, when I'm in doubt, when, I, when, when I'm just there crying and saying, why me? I'm not affirming what the blood has done. When I speak God's word, I am affirming what the blood has done, and I can get victory. So, who do you side with in your life? Who do you side with? When things are good, I be, God is good, though. He has done for me. And it's much challenge. Why me? No. The man of faith must be consistent in his character. That come what me, I affirm what the blood has done. So, I'm blessed with or without money in my account. I don't only say I'm blessed when I see a lot. So that even if I'm stuck broke right now, I am still the blessed of God. I am prosperous in Christ. Why? I side with what the word has done. So I'm looking for a job, right? Today they told you, ah, um, they don't want you here. And now they bounced you. Now, how you know your faith is real is how you react when things don't look the way you think it should be. If... I talk faith when things are working. If that's not really how we know you have faith. Faith is when you feel it in your body a symptom. And not saying, hey, I'm in trouble. But rather you are speaking what the blood has done. That by his stripes, I am healed. Even though I don't feel it yet. But the word is true. I have found the word. That's my reality. See, when you find someone in challenge, that is whining and crying, the faith is likely fake. Amen. Look at this. Say they overcame. Why? Because the faith was put to work. Many times we claim to have faith, but the faith is not put to work. Any faith don't put to work is fake faith. Any faith that you don't put to work is fake. Faith without works is dead. Amen. A faith you don't use is fake faith. Faith unused will be what? Dormant, unfruitful, will not grow. Glory to Jesus. So, but we know faith grows. All right? If, if we already had maximum, maximum faith, eh, 
all you will say will be happening. <laughs> so if it's not happening yet, it shows there is room for growth in faith. So when things don't happen the way you want it yet, don't whine about it. Go and dig your heels in and study faith more. Learn how it works. Check God's word. Feed on it. If you, if you ever say faith does not work, it means what you had was never fit. Because the man that had faith will never say faith does not work. He never had faith. Otherwise, Christ lied. So can you say with your full chest that your Lord and Master is a liar? Let's start slapping you now. All right? We have to have this attitude that when things don't work yet, we don't blame God. Rather, we go back to the word. If you find yourself blaming God, what you had was a very terrible fit. It, it means that in, in the first place, you don't trust God, that you never had faith. Do you understand? If God can fail, eh, then there's no point. So if, if you believe that God can fail, if you believe that God can fail, whatever you have before was not fit. Faith starts with this, that God is consistent, that God's word is true. It does, it does not work, it can never be God. It's me and the issue. If I ever come against God's word, I never had faith. Or the faith of have accidents. Weak faith. Baby faith. Amen. Glory to Jesus. Okay. We know that faith begins with the word of God. Faith begins with the promise. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Faith is based on the word of God. So, a man that doesn't feed and live on God's word cannot walk by faith. Some, some of us say we have faith, but you better read your Bible per week. You don't have faith. You cannot have it. Faith is not the last year's force. Faith is a present time force. Faith is a living force. It's a present force. It's a now word force. Not what you had last year. Faith cannot be built on the word you had last year. Faith is a noun word. Not you read Bible last year, by a stress I was healed. You're not going to be on vacation. One, one week, no Bible study, no prayer. You don't have. If you have, it's weak. You cannot, cannot produce. People that get faith results, they live inside the word. We live inside. We eat it daily. Sermons daily. Prayer time daily. In fact, every time, because faith is based on a noun word. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. So faith is an active force based on the living word. The word that is born in your heart right now. Not the word you had last year. It is why we must consistently renew our minds, renew it to refresh these things. People say they have faith. What they have is not, it's assumption. Amen. So, in this season of, you know, pandemic year, pandemic year, um, safety, um, kidnapping, and what should you do? Feed yourself strong on healing, on health, on safety, on prosperity. Amen. Feed strong on this, in, this, in these lines. So that your faith is consistently ready to repel every act of the enemy. Don't rely on the word you crammed. Go back to scripture. Read it. 
Refresh it. Meditate on it. Keep saying to yourself. Especially if, if, you, if you find yourself fickle in health, that is easily false. What should you do? It means we eat in the scriptures consistently. That is how faith works. Faith is an active force based on a living word. The word that is burning in your chest. So, how do you get the word to burn in your chest? There's faith comes by hearing, look at this, and hearing by God's word. So, in short, Shah, faith comes by hearing God's word. That, that's a simple thing. Now, it's not just speaking a scripture and just run. I have faith. Real faith is better when that scripture comes alive in your spirit. What should you do? Pick those scriptures. Keep reading it. Meditate on it. Say it to yourself. Go start again. Read again. Keep doing it. As you do it, it keeps getting stronger and stronger. Do you get to point out, oh, more, I have this thing, say, this is, my, this is who I am. Many times people are, people study too shallowly. Today I read, one, I read two chapters. I read two chapters. You did not read nothing. You now do your reading streak. Today I read it. You did not do nothing. Real faith is meditation in God's word. You stay there. You study. You say it over to yourself again. So for example, you, you need healing. What you do? Go to your concordance. Look for healing scriptures. Keep going through, going through them. Stay there. Take your time. There's no rush. In Lagos, we rush too much. Everything is crap, 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 rush. Cross the road. Crawl or no? Eh, rush too much. So even scripture is crawl or no? You know? <laughs> Real faith, you will sit down with scripture. You keep reading it. Get to the point where one of them will eat your spirit. Say, reading your prayer in the Holy Ghost. Lord, let your, let your word eat me. As you're as, as you as you what? Studying, you're praying in tongues. And Lord, send me your word. Lord, over, over this issue, send me your word. Send me your word. Send me your word. Send me your word. So you are praying, you are studying. 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 It's not casual. It's not rushed. Glory to Jesus. Whoosh. So it's also why you need to study God's word consistently. Don't wait till you have an issue before you study God's word. Amen. Live in scripture so that when things happen, you are ready now. Amen. Exactly. You have a bank full to, 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 to release credit. Yeah. So don't just be, don't be casual in your study. The man who doesn't live in scripture cannot have faith and is at risk. Is at risk. A man who will not pray is at risk. Now, we know every believer has faith. When I mean cannot have faith, it means that the faith will not produce. It cannot be active faith. So if you are too busy to study your scripture, you are putting yourself at risk. We live in very evil days, Sama. We have COVID variant Delta. We have Gamma now. There's another one. There's Delta variant. There's not Gamma variant. For one there'll be, you know, <laughs> infinite variant. You know. So in these days, you cannot be casual. <laughs> you plead it, Abby? <laughs> so you have to study God's word. Live there. Live there. Live in scripture. 
Let it be burning in your heart. Live in scripture. Live in the word. If you are, if you are a scripture believer, you are at risk. You are very at risk. You are at risk. The word is bad. You are at risk. So live in scripture. You must put your daily schedule. Live in scripture. Eat the sermons. Pray in the Holy Ghost so you can have active faith based on the living word. The word alive in your stomach. Not the word you heard last year. Not the word you heard. You just said said on Sunday. By stripes we are healed. You now climb into your head. (laughs) Glory to Jesus. So this is how faith comes. Prayerful study of scripture. Prayerful study. You study, you pray for knowledge. Lord, send me your word. Send me your word. Let your word burn in me. Now, I pray on prayer. I pray on prayer. Let me say how I prayed recently. Lord, shook me. <laughs> Let your word eat me. Let it eat me. You no, know, if you've been for a while, if you're not careful, you can get familiar with scripture. When you read it, you know what is there before. So you're just in your memory, memory, memory refresher. No, no, no. You want God's word to eat you now. God, as in, otherwise it's wala. Let your word eat me today. Fresh word, strong word today. So when you now have that word, now put the word on your lips. Glory to Jesus. Now I'm wrapping up. Let me wrap up with this. <laughs> the word and the spirit, they are lying. So faith obeys the spirit's leading. Let me take a game. Faith obeys the spirit's leading. So if the spirit says, see, for my daughter, don't go, don't go, that place I go today, cancel it. Just have that strong urgent, that strong feeling in your chest that don't go anywhere. Faith is to not go anywhere. Not that you now say, I will go and cause my auntie one. I say, I know at the Psalms. <laughs> Amen. God's word for you you know, acting on God's word for you now is faith. So don't, don't override instruction with faith. That's presumption. See, in Numbers 14, I'll approach this thing more, you know. In Numbers 14, so Moses told them that God said, let's go to, let's go, let's go and take over that city. They came back and said, ah, we cannot go. Can you call, can you call? They are too big for us. They with us. Moses, Moses got, 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 got and said, that they just will die in the way that they will, start, they will die under that answer. Moses said, beg God. So Moses now told these people and said, since, since you guys more more do, don't go again. No, God is not with you. If you go, you will die. Guess what these people did? They went. People that said they will not go before. God now said, don't go. They now said, we will go. So they, over, they, they went to override any instruction without instruction. Presumption. Bible read what today. They acted in presumption. What happened? They beat them and chased them. You know when they say, I'm, I'm sorry? <laughs> so you cannot override God's leading with faith. God says, leave that boy. Ah, I will change him. I will give him scripture. Pastor will teach him for me. Amen, amen. Blessings and glory. All right, faith, okay, obeys the leading of the spirits. Faith is not presumption. Faith is, is not copy co- co- of testimony. You know, you don't copy testimonies. You go to scripture and find your own instruction. Glory to you. Not, ah, my, my best friend, though, Jackpot to USA, you know, ah, I said, God, they miraculously got visa. He got, um, is it green? What do they call it now? He got his green card. Ah, God, God right now, is moving in that direction. So me too, 
I'm going to the U.S., I will get green card. You might be there forever. <laughs> All right? Faith obeys God's instruction. Many, many people right now all over Nigeria are so jackpot-ish. As some of them, they know by leading that the calling is here. But because your friend Jackpa, they don't want Jackpa too. Now you want to Jackpa also. Maybe not Jackpa and you know, fall down. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Faith obeys divine instruction. If God tells you, sell a car, I can buy fry pan. Come buy fry pan. As in, buy fry pan. Amen. You are safer, you are only safe in God's will for you. So I said to, I said to me just tonight. Faith, in summary, is based, active faith is based on the living word. Number two, the word and the spirit aligns. Don't override an instruction saying you have scripture for it. If God says that they stay at home, don't say no evil before me. God has said you should not go anywhere. That's what you're talking about. So real faith obeys scripture, obeys gospel, and obeys the leading of the spirit. Be blessed. Let's give him praise. Father, we thank you. Because tonight we commit a fresh study of scripture. We commit to your word. We commit to live in the word. Ah, in these days we need much more to live in the word. So we live in the word. There's so much doubt out there. So much, so much confusion. So much, so much wickedness. So much, so much envy. So much strife. But Lord, we choose to live in your word. We choose to live in your word. Because your word is consistent. Your word does not go with, with, with fads and trends. Your word is consistent. So tonight we, are, we commit afresh to live by your word. Lord, I will trust and obey. I will stay in your will for me. I will live in the word. Lord, so tonight, tonight we pray, oh God, that you send us your word. That afresh, oh God, we begin to find joy in scripture once again. That no, no, no one just, you know, just, just being there with scripture. Just, you, you, you don't know what, what I have to say. That no, Lord, we commit. Are we praying this evening? We commit to living by scripture. We commit to studying. To pray for revelation knowledge. We commit to praying for insights. We commit to it. To insights. To the living word. Living word. Not merely crammed. Not merely crammed. But that the word, you know, goes right into our spirits. That the word goes right into the spirit. That the word goes right into the spirit. That the word of God goes right into your spirit. And begins to change from inside out. The faith is an active force based on the living word. Real faith. An active force based on the living word. Real faith that produces. Is a what? An active force. Based on the living word, Lord, we commit to a proper study, proper feeding on scripture, proper study, prayerful study. As we are studying, we are tonguing. My eyes are open to understanding. We study diligently. Diligent study. No more casualness. No more slothfulness. Ah, diligent study. That when I say that by his stripes I am healed, is from my spirit. It's from my Noah. My Noah of Noah's no. That when I say he himself took my infirmities, 
ah, my Noah, my Noah of Noahs, will know that he himself took my infirmities. We will know that real faith is not guesswork. That real faith is not guesswork. It's an assurance of this hope for. Come on. It's an assurance. Why? Active faith is based on the living word. So it's, I know that I know the one that said it, he will perform what he has said. To now we commit active study, prayerful study, diligent study. This work with God, we are doing it diligently, not slothfully. Eyes on the goal. I will not give up. I will not quit. I will not give up. I will not quit. I will not give up. I will not quit. I will not give up. I will not quit. I will not give up. I will not quit. In my career, I will not give up. I will not quit. In my health, I will not give up. I will not quit. My ministry, I will not give up. I will not quit. My relationships, I will not give up. I will not quit. For my parents, I will not give up. I will not quit. I put my faith to work. No more demand faith. No more dead faith. My faith goes to work. My faith goes to work. I pray for the sick. I lay hands. I study scripture on healing. And I go out and lay hands. No more demand faith. My faith produces Ayaga. Mali Adabaga Shate. Marco Supali Biriaga Shate. Jesus, let me have prayed. If your faith calls pastor when you are in need, that faith is either dead or too babyish. If your first thought is let me call pastor, you need to grow up. Care raising leaders. That will lead people. They should be calling you, not you calling me. So, you have a challenge. Stop looking for the shortcuts, call pastor. Go to scripture. Go to scripture. Build up yourself. Faith that will not work is useless. It's fake. It's pretentious. Go to work. Practice the faith. Faith that you not practice can never grow. Practice it. Learn. Commit to be to being diligent. Amen. But I was Hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.